Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca, your host with the fullest heart, to be honest, right now. Like, honestly, just having a really lovely time. Um, I feel like the first part of this summer holidays have been very sort of, um, I was going to say up and down, but more down really. I've not been at home um, we had to self-isolate for almost two weeks um, because everyone had bloody COVID. And so we obviously couldn't really do anything. Bo went and stayed with her dad for a week because we didn't want her to get COVID. And since she's come home, I've just kind of vowed to make these last two weeks of the holidays count. And we have just been having the most fun every day. We've been seeing friends, we've been doing stuff, we've been living our best goddamn lives and also just not having Bo here for a week like it's such a long time that when she came home like 
just the girl's really excited. She was really excited. She's just been so loving. She's just been an angel. And it's just been, quite honestly, really delightful. And my favourite time of the day still is in the mornings when she comes into my room and we are all just laying on the bed and just cuddling and snuggling and then they all start playing. And it's just, I mean, what better way to start the day, right? It's just glorious. Anyway, that's enough of that. So today's episode is all about an Instagram post I saw the other day. And I was like, this is amazing. I have to repost it. And it is on my Law of Attraction page. So if you're not following me on Instagram already, what are you doing with your life? I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm also at Francesca Amber, but this is on my Law of Attraction one. And it says this, get into the habit of asking yourself, does this support the life I am trying to create? Now, this is such a simple idea, but it's also so effective. If you are suffering from a little bit of a cycle of negative thinking, if you are suffering with a little bit of stress, to be honest, all of us could use this advice. Now, you might think, I don't know what kind of life I'm trying to create. That is the point that you need to remember that you are the architect of your own life. You need to hold a vision of what you are trying to create in life. And then from that vision, make sure that your goals, your values and your habits align. Now, we often find it hard to live in alignment if we don't know what we're working towards. And that's why it's so important to have a clear vision for where you are looking to go in the future. And the more clarity, the better. Some of the best manifestation stories that you guys have shared with me since I've started doing this podcast, and also my own experiences as well, have been when I was super focused and super specific. When you have a very clear vision, that is when the magic happens. So a great way to create a life that you want is to look at your current life situation right now. And always remember, it's not your life It's just your life situation at the moment. So if you see things in it that you don't like, things are changeable. So what in your life would you like to edit? What would you like to say, bye, bitch, get out of my life. I don't need you back here. Now, I have done this exercise myself and I have put that I currently have zero time for myself. My life is very, very unbalanced and it has been for some time. Like, obviously, I have three children under five. It's like no secret that I just have no time to myself. And I would really like to redress that balance at some point in the future. I would like to have a little bit more of a life again and to kind of have a little bit more balance. Um, No time away. Um, so I used to spend two days a week in London, then I'd spend five days a week here. And then I used to travel often, like I would go on holidays several times a year. I'd go to America every year and see my friends. And obviously, you know, we're all in the same fucking boat here, apart from those bastards that have managed to go on holiday this summer. I see you. I see you. I have not managed to do that yet. And that is something that we've obviously all been in a pandemic A lot of us haven't travelled abroad for the last couple of years and it's starting to get to me. It is starting to feel, I mean, this is probably the longest in my adult life that I have gone without going on holiday. And no, one night at Gulliver's Land in bloody Sheffield doth not a holiday make. Um, I cannot wait to get back on a plane and to feel the ocean and to just be in the sun. Like that is something that I'd like to change in my life. Uh, Something else I put is that my salon, 
that is something that I'm looking to change. I'm currently in the process of signing it away to a friend, my business partner, because I feel like that part of my life is done. It doesn't support my goal of my future life and how my life is now. Um, but then also what comes with that is that I'm also now always working alone. And this is something that I've become very aware of recently. Sorry if you're my Patreon, I'm going to end up repeating myself here. But I was thinking the other day, so this is my dream career, like sharing the law of attraction, podcasting. This is my dream fucking job. Super grateful. Couldn't ask for more. Well, that's not strictly true. I could ask for more because what I do find is that I am just working alone. I'm working alone. I'm working from home, which at the moment is incredible because I work around naps. I get to be incredibly flexible for my children, which is my number one priority. But I can see a point in the future where I would find that detrimental to my mental health. I think for any adult to just be working at home on their own is not healthy. And so I would like to change that aspect of my career. Like I don't want to just be working from home. I don't just want to be working alone. So I follow this lady on Instagram called, I'm pretty certain she's called The Money Fox. I've started following a lot of like financial educators and she said that despite having this really like successful Instagram and being a financial educator, I think that's what they're called. She has decided to go and work in a pub one night a week. And she's like, yes, it's true. I work in a pub. And she's like, it's because sitting at home working on my laptop by myself every day is not good for my mental health. And so I go and work this job that is probably paid way less than what her other job is, like her career is. But it's just so that she gets out the house, she sees people, she has colleagues and stuff like that. And I think I've spoken about in the past, what I loved about my salon in London was that I actually was working for myself, but I had colleagues, I had clients, I had, do you know what I mean? Like I had a whole team there, it was incredible. And so that is a another imbalance in my life that I would like to redress in the future. So on to slightly more positive, what would you like to keep? Well, if you're looking at your life and thinking, what do you want to edit? You can also look around at your life and think, what is amazing? What do I want more of? What do I want to increase? So the first thing I put is where I live. I absolutely am so hashtag blessed, hashtag thankful, hashtag grateful for where I live. I love the village I live in. I love my home now. I hated my house when I first bought it and now it's been renovated. I fucking love it. Like it's turned out better than I expected. I love it. And I also love my London flat. Although I'm not living there right now, the fact that I still own it and I still have that option to use it in the future and for the girls to use it. Do you know what I mean? Like how amazing when they're like teenagers and they're like, mum, can we use your flat in London? I'll be like, only if I can come. But like how incredible to have that. So I'm super happy with that. Also, my friends, like my friendships at the moment here in my 30s, in this season of my life, in my season of motherhood, I have really, really great friendships. Not only do I have great long term friends like around the world, back in London, all over the gaff. I've also made a really strong group of mum friends and they're all in different little groups. And I have a little group from when I had Bo and they are all great. And what I also love about it is, is you also have friends for like different reasons, right? And a lot of my friends from London and stuff, they don't have kids and they don't, they're not in the same seasons of life as me. And all of the women that I know up here, we're all in the same season of life. And what I've loved over the last couple of weeks is I've just made plans with all different friends. I've been like, right, let's take the children to this 
jump park one day and let's take the children to soft play and let's take the children to this farm. And I have all of these incredible people to do it with. And they're not just like those mum friends that you're like, all you talk about is the children. I mean, quite honestly, Bo's like mum friends, like the ones I met when I had Bo, we don't even ask each other about our children anymore. We just meet up and chat and chat and chat. And we just, sometimes it's like, oh, sorry, I've not even asked how your child is. Like we don't even meet with the children very often anymore. We have just become really good friends um, in of itself, you know? And so that is something that I'm very thankful for. And I want to keep and I want to increase is my friendships. Also my family time, making the decision to move closer to my family was 100% the right decision. Any time that I spend with my sister, my mum, my nan, it's time that is never wasted. Like I absolutely love it. Um, And also my career. I'm so thankful for this brand and this career that I've built in the last year and for everybody that supports me and supports it. And that is something that I want to increase and keep in my life. So look at what you want to edit in your life and look what you want to keep. The next thing is try to define what success is to you. So if you are trying to create a clear vision of where you are looking for your life to go, I think one of the most fundamental questions that we all need to ask ourselves is what does success look like to you? And the beautiful thing about this is it is so different for every person. For one person, it might be working on cruise ships. I was telling my mum the other day, we used to have these girls come into the salon in London that worked on cruise ships as like entertainers. These bitches earned fucking bank. Like they were having the time of their lives. They're young girls in their twenties sailing around the fucking world. Yes, they're probably sleeping in a cabin the size of a shoebox, but living their best lives, traveling, getting paid a fortune. I don't think they paid tax on it either because they earned it at sea. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. And obviously you have no living costs as well. So all of this time they're on the boat, they ain't paying no rent. They're not paying for food, honestly. So for them, that could be their epitome of like, this is what success is to me. But for someone like Jennifer Lopez, working on a cruise ship is probably not living her best life. It's going to be something completely different for her. For one person, it might be, I want to have a chain of six salons. For someone like me, I'm like, do you know what? This is a different season of my life. I'm actually looking to get rid of my salon. For some people, it's just having like time. So my definition definition of success is, well, it's twofold really. The first part is to be able to make a difference. And I think I've spoken about this in the past about how Sometimes my work in the beauty industry did not resonate with my beliefs very well. I did an aesthetics clinic. I didn't do it myself, but it was part of my salon. And I felt uncomfortable promoting things like lip fillers and Botox and stuff and and sort of perpetuating that feeling that women need to do things to be kind of presentable to the world. Yes, these beauty treatments make us feel fabulous, but I feel like what I have to share is a lot deeper than that. And so being able to make a difference, the amount of messages I get from people saying this podcast has changed their lives, it's helped them dig themselves out of a hole, it's changed their mindset, it's changed their way of thinking. That for me, being able to make a difference in people's lives through the law of attraction is number one, what success is to me. And number two, my second definition of success, I know I've spoken about this a couple of times before as well, is just being there for my children. That is my number one priority in my life. I see so many people around me that get so upset when they have to go back to work 
and they don't get to pick their children up from school or they don't get to drop them off in the morning. They don't know who their teachers are because they never see them or do you know what I mean? All of these things. And for me, being able to take my child to school, being able to pick her up, being able to spend quality time with my children and to do things with them any day of the week that I want, that for me is the definition of success, that I have that freedom of time. And also not just the freedom of time, but also the money, because it's no good having time if you have no money to actually do anything. So having the freedom of time and money to be able to really um, give my children a great childhood. And number three, imagine telling your grandchildren when you're like 80 or 90 about your life experiences. Think about what you would have wanted to have accomplished by the end of your life. And also, what kind of person would you like to be remembered as? How would you want your children and your grandchildren to remember you? Now, all of these questions are just things to think about when you are trying to clarify your life vision and where your life is going. Now, this vision might change several times. In fact, if you think about it, it kind of changes every couple of years. What I wanted a couple of years ago is completely different to what I want now. And I'm sure it will change again in the next couple of years. And it is free to change whenever you want. But for the purpose of this and for the next stage of your life, let's do a little vision exercise. Now, this is taken from Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles, which is one of the best bloody books I've ever read. And now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, why do we not do this in the book club? Because it's such a fucking great book. But this visualization, um, sorry, this vision exercise is a great way to really clarify what you want in the future. So sit down and take the time to write down what you really want in seven areas of your life. Now, this is a little bit similar to the wheel of life, but this is the, um, the way that Jack Canfield does it. So Now, the first one is financial. And the questions that he asks is, how much do you make annually? What does your home look like? Where are you living? What kind of car do you drive? Now, I have put that my home, I would like to be in the same village, but I would definitely like more space, not just in terms of like bedrooms. I definitely need more bedrooms. I want all three of my daughters to have their own bedroom by the time they're sort of five or six. Um, I also would like a bigger garden. I would also like a home office. We just need more space. We can't have four girls in one house and only have one bathroom. It's not going to work out well for anybody. So that is something that I would like in the future, but still within the same village. I've also thought about the timing of this and I would like to do this, not now or even in the near future, but I would like to buy my dream house in like I say, about three or four years time. The reason I give myself three or four years is because I think that that gives me time to be open to this or something better. In my mind, I had this vision of like, I'm going to buy my dream home by myself. And it's like, "Mm, is that really leaving me open to meeting my soulmate? If I'm so hell bent on being like, I'm going to buy this house by myself. So giving it a couple of years gives me time to kind of leave that option open. The second thing is that I think when you move to a bigger house, when your children are older, they appreciate it more. I think if they grow up, in the dream house. How are they going to fucking appreciate it? Do you know what I mean? So I feel like they would appreciate it more. And also, I'm going to be realistic. Having a bigger garden, having a bigger house, it is a lot more work. It's a lot more work, time and effort. And if I'm honest, over the next kind of three or four years, I'm just going to be super busy raising children. But also imagine if I did want to like date and stuff. 
I wouldn't have time to date if I was bloody gardening every weekend. So I am very happy to have my very low maintenance house and garden for the next couple of years. It is serving me perfectly for the next stage of my life. Anyway, sorry, it's gone a little bit off topic. Anyway, let's go through these seven um, areas. So the second area is career. Where are you working? What are you doing? And who are you working with? Now, like I said, I am very aware that I think in the years to come, it could get very lonely. So I would like to collaborate somehow, perhaps with my friends, John and Kay, that I do my other podcast with or physically seeing people. I don't know how this is going to work out for me, but I know I do not want to be sat in a little room in my house just by myself for the rest of my goddamn life. Um, The third area is recreation. What do you do in your free time? What hobbies are you working on? And where are you going on vacation? We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. So when I sat down and thought about this, I thought I would just like some fucking free time. I don't have any free time whatsoever. And I say that I know that people love to be in a busy competition, but I always used to have free time. Even when I had Bohemia, like I had free time in the last year, I have not had any free time whatsoever. I have six hours a week childcare, six goddamn hours. And those hours I'm working. So I'm either working or doing life admin, like making doctor's appointments or trying to get a bloody dentist. God, that's hard at the moment. Have any of you tried to get a dentist? Like me and Bohemia are having to go private because I cannot get an NHS dentist for love nor money. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, But I am very aware that I have no free time. And so simply, my goal and my vision at the moment is to simply have some free time. In the future, I'd love to be able to have the option of going and having my hair extensions done or maybe going to a spa with my sister for the day or just doing anything that just involves me having a little bit of time to do something that I enjoy. In terms of hobbies, I've thought about this. Maybe I'd take up horse riding again. Um, But also the other thing that I'm really intrigued by, and I know that it would absolutely change my life, but I'm also absolutely terrified to do it, is cold water swimming or wild swimming. I've watched so many documentaries about it. I've watched the Wim Hof method on the Goop Lab, and I am obsessed. I want to do it so badly. I think that I'd be one of those people that cheats and does it in a wetsuit and I'd have to have a wetsuit that fully incorporated my feet as well because my feet couldn't touch anything on like a riverbed. But it's something that I definitely want to do in the future. So maybe that will be my little goal, my little challenge for myself. And as for vacation sort of times, um, I would love to go to the Caribbean. I'd love to take Bo to where her dad is from. And I also have wanted to go to Tulum for years. I know that that is a real basic bitch thing and it's probably over by now, but I haven't had a chance to go. So I'd love to go to Tulum in Mexico. If anyone's been there, let me know. Give me the tips. 
Um, so the fourth one is health. What are you doing to stay healthy? Like I said, cold water swimming. What are you eating? How do you stay fit? Are you free from disease and illness? Obviously, yes, that's what I would like, please. Number five is relationships. What is your relationship with your family like? How often do you see friends? And what type of romantic relationship are you in? So my friendships, like I said, at the moment are really great. I'm really happy with all of that. I'm actually currently planning for a couple of my friends from London to come up and visit for the weekend, which ever since I've lived here, I've never done that. I think partially because I hated my house, but also partially I've just been goddamn busy. And so, yeah, that's that's really quite exciting for me. Um, but also, what is your relationship with your family like? Do you know what? I've been thinking about this recently. My relationship with Bohemia is everything that I could have dreamed it to be and more. And I think the 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 wheat or the crops that I'm reaping right now are basically the seeds that I've been sowing for the past five years. So the constant attachment parenting of co-sleeping for four years, of breastfeeding for over a year, of carrying her in a sling until she was goddamn three years old. This kid was almost five foot three years old. I mean, it looked crazy, but I carried her in a sling as much as I could. I have really been conscious to be like an empathetic, gentle parent. And I'm, that might sound now like I'm like blowing my own trumpet, but it's something that I've consciously decided to do and really to like put an effort into my parenting to try and be the best mother I can be. And I feel like I'm actually really reaping that reward now. She tells me she loves me all the time. She writes me notes saying, you're the best mummy ever. Every night she says, please just cuddle me to sleep. And I'm like, of course I will. <laughs> I love you so much. Of course I will. And our relationship is incredible. So I would love to see that continue to grow because everyone keeps warning me, wait until the teenage years come. And I would just love to have that kind of relationship with all of my daughters and just to have that that closeness and that openness. So that is something that when it comes to family, um, that's really important to me. Um, it also says, what type of romantic relationship are you in? And it urged me to think about the kind of relationship I would have. Now, I would be quite open. I think as people get older, they maybe get a little bit more stuck in their ways and stuff. And my family and my home life is quite important to me. I think that I would be open to a relationship where maybe the person doesn't live with me. Maybe they have their own children and their own home and we don't have to combine everything and we kind of still have our own family and home life, but we also could get together and have our time together as well. I don't know. Um, this or something better. Part six is personal life. How are you improving yourself as a person? I genuinely feel like if I simply kept up with the Patreon book club, that is all the self-development I need to do. Doing one self-development book a month and actually reading it, applying it and actually doing it is genuinely the most consistent self-development I've ever done in my life and it's all I need to do. Thank you very much. How are you nourishing your mind, body and soul? And what kind of goals are you working towards? And finally, community. What kind of communities are you part of? What is your role in your community and how are you helping others? So I see my community as 
two different things. The first part is where I live now, my village. My children are in, you know, the local school. She has local friends. Um, I'm really a part of village life. A lot of my friends live in my village. It's all very bloody lovely. And I would like to continue to see that grow and to be able to really be a part of a local community, I think is something quite special. And it's something that we kind of really miss out on in London because, well, no one really stays. Everyone moves around. Everyone's so bloody transient. At least that was my experience. That's what I found. But then also my community of Law of Attraction changed my life. Like this podcast has such an incredible community. And I think that's part of what makes it so special, both just with people that listen to the podcast in general and the people on the Patreon. That community is incredible. And it's 100% my responsibility to nurture that and grow it and make sure that people are getting the most out of it that they can. Um, and that in my in turn is kind of like my role in helping others as well because I do genuinely believe that this podcast and the law of attraction and sharing the word of it and the patreon and everything is genuinely helping people's lives so those are the seven areas so I need you to write down your ideal future um, that you are creating in each area of your life there and you're going to start to get some clarity on what your future vision is looking like Then I want you to highlight the important parts that really stand out to you and then rewrite it again, but edited to just have the important shit there. Now, hopefully this exercise will help you to be intentional and aligned with your daily actions, your words, your thoughts, everything. Because once you know where you're going, it's easier to know which path to go on. So everything that you own, everything that you do, everything you say, and most importantly, everything you think They need to be aligning with your future that you are trying to create. If what you are speaking, what you are thinking, what you're owning, what you're doing are not in alignment with your future, you ain't going in that direction, bitch. And it takes us back to that question that was in the Instagram post. Does this move me closer to my vision or further away? Now, like I said, if you are getting caught into a little trap of negative thinking, it can happen to the best of us when we go to bed and we can't sleep and we start thinking negative thoughts. It's such an easy thing just to stop yourself and say, is this moving me closer to the vision of my dream future or further away? And if it's further away, it's simply acknowledging that you've had this thought. And actually, this is kind of similar to the book Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein. She has this great little thing called the choose again method. And it's whenever you find yourself thinking a negative thought, it's simply having the awareness and saying, "Okay, stop separating yourself with the thought. It's just a thought. It hasn't happened. It's not you. It's just a thought that's passing through your mind. Forgive yourself for having that thought. No one's fucking perfect. And decide to choose again. So I could be walking down the road thinking, oh, God, I bet when I get to my sister's, she's going to be really annoyed today. I mean, I never think that because she's never annoyed with me, at least not outwardly. Maybe she is. I don't know. No, she's not. And I could stop myself and say, why would I think that? Maybe she's really excited to see me and really happy to see me. And that would be me choosing again, choosing a new thought. Anyway, we've come to the end of my thoughts this week, guys. I hope that you have enjoyed this. I hope that you've got some value from it. I hope that you will go and do that exercise and that you will gain some clarity on what your future is looking like and basically the direction you're heading in because you can't hit a target, you can't fucking see. Anyway, um, 
If you like this podcast, please, please, please do take the time to rate, review and subscribe. Those three things make such a difference. Um, if you're not following me on Instagram already, I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life and I'm also at Francesca Amber. If you love this podcast and you think only one a week, come on, you fucking slacker, put out more content. Guess what, bitch? I do on my Patreon. Um, there's several membership tiers. You can do a £4 a month, which is literally just access to the off topic. And it's basically a little podcast I do. I do between two and four a month. And it's just about anything other than the law of attraction. So I've done one about growing up in the spiritualist church. I've done one about my um, wedding, I think I have. I've done one about my beauty salon. I've done one about um, dating. I've done one. I've done one about all kinds of random shit. So if that floats your boat, £4 a month. It's like buy me a coffee once a month. I don't know. That's a way to look at it. I also do my now infamous book club, which is quite honestly, life-changing. It has truly been life-changing. We are nine or 10 books in now. We started last December and the transformation I've seen not only in myself, but in others has been absolutely incredible. So if you want to get on board with that journey, come and join us. It's not a cult. Well, it kind of is, but in a good way, you know. Um, Our book for this month is called Working Hard, Hardly Working by Grace Beverly. And it's all about avoiding burnout, um, increasing productivity, and basically just hitting your goals, living your best goddamn life. Um, Also, I want to say thank you to everybody who has ordered gratitude necklaces in the last week or so. For some reason, I've just had a massive uptake in sales. I did do a... um, a little couple of rounds of EFT tapping for sales because I've tried that in the past and it's really worked. So I don't know if it's that that's worked. Um, But I actually have a new limited edition design. Um, I'll put a picture of it on my Instagram so you'll be able to see it on there. Um, So if you would like one of those, I only have 20 of gold and 20 of silver. So if you would like a limited edition um, thankful design, then head on over quick because those might sell out real quickly. You can click the link in the show notes and it will take you straight through to my official podcast store. But also thank you for your orders because Bohemia's new favourite thing to do is package up the necklaces with me. She absolutely loves it. It's honestly like if you gave her an option of playing with like one of her toys, I'll play with her. Or do you want to pack up the necklaces? She'd be like, oh, please, can we pack up the necklaces? We also time lapse ourselves doing it, which she also loves. So she's in charge of choosing the affirmation card for each necklace. And also she's in charge of stickers. And she does crack me up. I'm like, right, Bo, it's time for a sticker. And she's like, one's coming up. Like she just has the time of her life doing it. So every time you order a necklace, she's basically having the time of her life packaging them up. And I'm hoping it's teaching her about, you know, entrepreneurship and stuff. Who knows? She probably just loves stickers. Anyway, thank you for listening. I will see you next week. The law of attraction changed my life, bitches. It's going to change yours too. I'll see you soon. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself 
only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book. Maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.